special LA is yeah yeah I feel like that's an interesting because I feel like there's a lot of hometown pride yeah when it comes to LA natives but I'm not sure they know because here's the thing I've been to so I've been to so many cities all over the world and to me objectively speaking LA is yeah just I I like I could see why someone would want to live in Paris I could see why someone would want to live in New York I could see why someone would you know want to live in you know uh, Madrigal or whatever, but yeah. they just don't have everything that LA has because it has so much. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. No. I. Th- I mean, it's and it's a hell of a place to like. Uh, oh, you're good. <laughs> it's it's a hell of a place to start off. I think. Um. Uh. Especially. God, this is gonna sound so fucking snobby forgive me for everyone else in the other 48 states but i've like among friends i've always been like all right if i once i haven't lived in new york yet but it's like once i live in la and new york i i, I gotta go abroad there's yeah I, I can't do anywhere else here yeah i mean there's some there's some interesting cities here like you know you know bay area is is is, is dope seattle very interesting as well portland um where else is it you know what's actually more interesting than I than I thought it would be was Boston. Oh. They want I think Boston won me over with the food. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know why I'm surprised. I was that. very surprised, bro. <laughs> I was very surprised. And you know, I don't you know, I had never been, so I didn't know really anything. I don't I didn't have really opinion about Boston other than like, I don't know, basketball stuff, but like yeah, the the food out there was crazy and the hospitality. I met a random dude. I was in um I was in a shoe store and I was looking for shoes and this dude comes up to me and goes, oh, you're from California. I'm like, oh, how did you know? He's like, oh, I could tell by your style. I looked back at, on it like I think I was wearing like a California hoodie or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, he was like, yo, I want to show you this. I want to show you this spot that I know you want to you roll with me. Yeah. Random dude, don't know him. Probably not the best idea, but <laughs> I went with him anyway. Yeah. Right? We went to this <laughs> bodega and... Um, and it was like it's like a little bodega, and, and I was like, uh, he was like, yeah, we got we got some dope shoes. And he told talked to the dude at the counter. I was like, yo, go go grab him like some dope shoes to show him. And he brings out these horrible looking, terrible shoes, just the worst thing ever. And I was like, what is? It? I was like, oh okay, that's cool. And he was like, nah, I'm just kidding. And he walks over to the to the vending machine, presses some buttons on the vending machine. The vending machine opens up, and you can walk down into the vending machine Whoa. led to like a staircase down below Whoa. and it's the best mo- the shoes and like clothes and like stuff they had was so exclusive and so fire and s- such a great price As a matter of fact ghostface killer was down there and that's where i met him he was just he was just in there just like chilling <laughs> and i was like and i, I, like, I was like and i asked I, you know i didn't want to like you know intrude or anything yeah. but i was like I, I, I was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna definitely not say nothing yeah. i was like go i was like bro you just you already know like you know and he's like oh man thanks and he was like you want to pick it i was like yeah man and and so we took a picture, but the hospitality just looked great. Like, like kids don't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't go with a random dude. You know, somewhere in a city where you don't know, and yeah. just like. But it turned out good for me. Like, 
and we became really good friends. Turns out, dude had a clothing line, blah blah blah. Um, and uh, yeah, the hospitality of everybody that was there, like every food spot I went to, everyone was so nice. Like I, wow. I didn't expect that in yeah. Boston. I, to be honest, I expected a bunch of racists. Yes. I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> but like, but it, it wasn't that. It yeah. was like it was everyone, and that's just my experience. So yeah. I don't know what anyone else's experience, but like it, everyone was very kind, very nice. Like you know. I get a lot of like custom food orders. So like, you know, I'm like, can you do the and they were just very cool with yeah. it and it was just like, yeah, it was a it was a good experience. So, I don't know, I feel like there's some gems here, but there uh, definitely overseas is if you want to like if the point is to like experience something new, yeah. it's definitely more newer things. I mean, you have like familiarity because it is the states. Yeah. We have certain, you know, culture, but like outside of the states, yeah, there's some definitely some like Definitely a huge culture shift. But I do found that, man, the more you travel, the more you realize that people are generally the same around the world. People yeah. have different outlooks and, and value systems. Yeah. But I think the thing that makes us human is generally you can find that a lot anywhere. If you're looking, for, if you're giving out good energy, you're going to find it back in most situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, man. Um, Costa Rica. <laughs> you would like Costa Rica. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, San Jose. I was in San Jose, but there's we went to this other city. I forget what it's called, but um, yeah, you'd you'd like that. That'd be a good little yeah. Oh man, I gotta yeah, I, yeah, I gotta travel. Wait, we're recording right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, tight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah just talking. Oh, so shit. wait, so let me let me say before we get started in yeah. the actual session, I'm kind of glad that we're doing this over because I got a chance to listen to the one you did with Michael. Oh, and that was really cool to listen to. I, I was like talking through the, I was like talking to the recording because there was a point where she was like, uh, I wonder who his producers are. Like, who does he work with? His producers? And you were like, I think he produces a, a lot of his stuff. He has a hand and everything. And I wanted to be like, I wanted to yell through. I was like, I did. I yeah. produced a lot of it. I was me. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. But I know I worked with a lot of producers, just to be clear. It's DJ Roche, uh, Python P, Prep, um, and. Remy did some production a little bit, like some key work. And then, who's the other produ producers? Cameron Graves. Um, and that's pretty much it. And then yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. But I did I did about eight joints on there, and then I co-produced another two or three. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But that was good. That was good to listen. That was really cool, man. I wasn't expecting that. And, like, I didn't know Michael. I, you know, I just, we don't really know each other that well. I yeah. met her, you know, randomly. Forgot how, but... Um, she's really dope, and I didn't know that she uh, saw my art like she does, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, no, dude. I mean, you you have an amazing ear for production. Thank you. Yeah, like again, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, I think maybe there's one other person since I've been like listening to music that's not signed to some major label with some crazy budget that has production mm -hmm. that sounds mm -hmm. like they are. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that, that, but like to, to do that without like having all these people that can like help you like select any beat you want, blah, blah, blah. Like you yeah. just have to actually have a great ear. So yeah. thanks man. I yeah. appreciate that. I appreciate that. I yeah. was listening. I was reading this morning. I just was curious. And so I was just like reading the, the Grammy nominations and winners. Um, Cause I don't really care about the Grammys, but mm -hmm. I, I want one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just to say I have one. Just be, you know what? I, here's why I want one. I know I want one because I know I can get one. Mm -hmm. 
And so, and also, like, it obviously provides different opportunities and stuff. You put Grammy winner in your bio, it's like yeah. your price goes up. But um, I was reading this stuff, and I was just trying to think of the songs that I had that, if I were in that situation, what could be considered among those songs? And mm. I was like, I think Manifesto could be Rap Performance of the Year. Mm. I think God Mode could be considered Rap Performance of the Year. I think By the River might be considered song of the year. I could I could I I could see it. Um and it's a really cool place to be for me because I think I'm the most objective of my music that I've been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um especially because I know what I'm trying to do with the music or what I'm doing with the music. Because, you know, every song and every project and every verse isn't aiming for everything you're aiming for a specific target when you're doing something you know what i mean that's why songs like voices sound completely different than a song like float or manifesto it's like it's completely different approach but with those different approaches you get like objectivity and it's like okay well this song is for this this song is for this so i was just reading the lists and looking at the different things and also looking at some of the other categories that aren't so popular Mm -hmm. um I think our rendition of Let's Go Down, I think that could win a Grammy. It's, like, it's fucking fantastic. I, I, I think I was like looking at some of the what was the what was the I'm trying to think of the category that I was reading. It was like, you know, um non contemporary it, it was something of like vocal something, like orchestral something. Mm-hmm. And I was like I would I would submit for that category. Like I I think that that song yeah. being just like an old hymn, yeah. just like redone. I think that I think it was really dope. So it was just kind of cool to just kind of see like where I'm at and what I can make. Um, you know, you saying in the ear for in the ear for for beats and ear for music. I just I'm I don't know. The next few years is about to be really interesting to yeah. see like because there's a million different directions I could go in and things I could do. So it's like. Hmm, wonder what it's what it looks like yeah yeah no nah, man it's it's um something you said earlier i um in terms of the objectiveness um i don't know if you relate to this you probably do but like I, i've definitely learned um with a podcast as well that like um i guess we all get there at different times but you start doing what you do like when you have that target audience, like you start doing things with a respect for like the ruthlessness of how much people just like don't care about something mm-hmm. unless you really grasp their attention. Facts. Like it, especially when you're just like really trying to build from the ground. And then like, like cause I, I think early on, even with the podcast, it was just like, um, I think there was like a little bit less focus with like, man, like how do I like really get people to like really tune the fuck in? And I like, I just had to think as like me in terms of like, when I'm just like ruthlessly just skipping shit on Instagram mm-hmm. because it's not grasping my attention. Yeah. Like it, it, and then you realize like, it's obviously not personal at all, but I actually think it's, it's one of those things as an artist where you realize like, man, this is a fun game to play to be like, how, like what can I start doing differently and what mm-hmm. how what different things can I do to like really get someone to like fucking stop and like occupy their brain or you get discouraged from it. But like hopefully that like once you realize like how that like 
I guess that fight for attention that we're all fighting, like, like once you realize like how difficult it is, hopefully like that, you know, it gets you, it actually motivates you right. to like really create stuff that like, not gimmicky, it's right. not a gimmick, but like quality that is also playing that game of like, damn, um, in a playlist, if someone's giving my song a four second chance, like what are the things that I like, what, whether it's the cover art of the song or this or that, like all this stuff, I mean, and then you realize it's everything surrounding it, but like, like what all this shit, like what can you do to like really get someone's attention and hold on to it? Um, yeah, I mean, fuck, that, that's, yeah. I think that's the, the, the grand it's, question. <laughs> it's, I mean, like I look at it like this, for me, from my approach, and I've seen a million different approaches, from my approach, I got to start off making something that I think is dope. Mm. Because I'm thinking, well, if I think it's dope, I'm there's I'm not I'm a unique person, mm -hmm. but I'm not the only person that likes what I like, mm -hmm. right? I go to Comic Con. There's a million people that like Star Wars. There's a million people that like The Matrix. Right. There's a million people that like Ex Machina and Cloud Atlas and you know um, Kanye and 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 Lupe and Jay Electronica and you know Hans Zimmer. Like I I'm not alone in the world. So it's like okay. Well, that means that there are people who are gonna like what I'm making mm -hmm. if I'm like if I like what I'm making. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then so from that point, then it becomes this is also why I got into or how kind of or this is how I found the utility in my love for creating all of different types of art. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm a visual artist too, so I can create my visuals. Yeah. Oh, I'm I like making music videos and short films, so I can do that. Or, oh, I like making the flyers for my events, so I can do that. I can utilize all my skills to grab people's attention, you know? And, you know, we're not just, I'm just not, I'm not just competing with people's attention with, like, musical artists. I'm competing with Netflix. I'm competing right. with their boyfriend. I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm competing, no, I'm kidding, no, I'm just, I'm kidding. But no, but seriously, though, I'm competing yeah. with, like, I'm competing with, you know, um, commercials on TV. Mm -hmm. I'm competing with, you know, HBO Max. You know what I mean? Because there's so many different forms of to get people's attention and to take their time. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so it's like, okay, well, what can I do to do that? Well, what gets my attention? Um, we made the God Mode video. Mm -hmm. If I saw that and it wasn't by me, I would stop what I was doing and, and watch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally yeah. the, the first, like, shot... Um, that I like, like kind of how like the whole, it's like this motherboard spaceship yeah. type vibe. Yeah. yeah. Literally just like, I oh, would, I would, is. I would stop what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I would watch that. Yeah. You know, even like the first few notes of God mode is like, mm -hmm. yeah. and I'll be like that yeah. to me, that sparks my curiosity. It's like, do I need to spark the curiosity of everyone on the planet? No. Yeah. Cause if that was the case, I would make you know, Fergalicious or something like yeah. that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Which is, which is viable. I mean, whatever, but I'm just saying like, there is a formula to go for them for the most people as far as numbers, mm -hmm. but I want the most people who like what I like, because then that gives me the opportunity to continue to create stuff that I love mm -hmm. rather than having to create stuff for the masses. Mm. And I know that there's things that I create that the masses could love as well. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I have the ability to create, pop sounding records or like popular hip hop sounding records um uh and pop pop looking videos or whatever you know right. that, that's i can do that but 
it's I also want to make sure that I maintain the audience of me. Right. Right. All all the me's out there, like you know, what I'm saying all the people who like what Justin Sky likes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I I look at it. One of my, one of my friends tells me that I have to. <laughs> you have to consider the people when you're making stuff, and mm-hmm. I said no, I don't. I don't do that any of that. I don't do that. I don't think about the people. Other than like how they're feeling, mm-hmm. or like maybe what emotions I might tap into, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Th- I'm not because, and I say this all the time. No one was asking for the love below. Yeah. No one was banging down Kendrick Lamar's door to say, okay, "Make a jazz influenced <laughs> rap album, yeah. please." Yeah. You know, no one was asking for Twisted Fantasy. No one was asking for Eminem. No one was asking for that things. No one was. It just. You know, people know only so much. That's why it's that's why it's our our job as artists to show them something new that mm-hmm. they might like that they haven't heard or seen before. And it's like, you know, okay, here it is. And then it's like, okay, do I like it or not? Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Who knows? But it's my job as an artist to take that risk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so I'm taking a risk and people are paying attention and it's and it's dope and it's interesting to think about like yeah, what can be attention grabbing? What yeah. can what can so I just start off what what grabs my attention and, and build from there. Yeah. No, I mean that that's the most uh yeah, especially like um I think I guess starting anything, it it it, it has to come from a at least for me, it always has to come from a place that's pure because if not I won't work my hardest for mm-hmm. it to like prove it right. Facts. And um I mean, this is in a, I, I'm I'm forming this thought now. Like some of you just said, made me realize um, that uh, I guess with you know, especially trying to like find that audience that really likes your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like I like something you were saying made me realize how intentional you have to be in that process. That like I guess like um, for example, everyone likes pizza so if you started a pizza place you would think that like okay when people pass it they're gonna look at it and see pizza and be like well i like pizza right so let me go get it or like right. they, they'll google you and like everyone will just like find you but like you still have to like find the people that like pizza the most the even most, though like yeah. everyone really fucking likes pizza right you know and it's like like think about how many people know jay's like know of jay-z and beyonce mm-hmm. but like less than Less than ten percent of people that know of those two actually like put money in their pocket. Right. You know, so like, like, like I would say less than that. Yeah, probably less than five percent. Yeah, but 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 because they have such a wide range right. of people that know them, it, it ends up being a lot. It's like I, I say this all the time. I don't need one hundred thousand fans. I don't need a million fans. Mm-hmm. I need one thousand dedicated fans. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, because the numbers come and go, people, followers, whatever, whatever. But if you have people who actually love what you do and support what you do, mm-hmm. whether with their time or their money or their energy, that's what I need. It's kind of like having a lot of associates and a few friends. It's yeah. like you don't need it. You don't need, you know, thousands of associates. You just need a few really good friends yeah. and you're good and you can be fed and solid. You yeah. know what I mean? Um yeah, it's just yeah, and it's also like making pizza 
the way people like it sometimes yeah. sometimes people like the deep dish style yeah. Some, sometimes people like the flat crust thin crust and are you going to be a, a pizza place that makes more than one type of pizza if that's the case it's going to cost you more money to try and make those more types of pizza and it's going to spread your energy yeah dude what what type of pizza are you what's like the pizza equivalent oh my god of your- <laughs> i'll tell you what i'll tell you what it is this is the this is like my ideal pizza yeah i like traditional crust Okay. Right. It could be crispy bottom or soft bottom, either mm. way. But I like that fat crust around the outside. Yeah. I need to taste with like a little bit of herbs and garlic <laughs> on the top, on that top, right? Yeah. Now here's the thing, the toppings. This is where we can go. I make a dope pizza where I like fry potatoes and then Whoa. season them and then put those on top of the pizza. Oh, that sounds amazing. Incredible, <laughs> right? So you add that and then like I'm vegan, so it's like okay. you know maybe I'll do some like vegan beef or something maybe not but maybe it's just all vegetables like roasted vegetables um vegan cheese or no vegan cheese that is a toss-up sometimes i'll eat pizza with no cheese and it's bomb yeah but if it if i do have it with no cheese or if i not the sauce has to be to me the sauce is the sauce yeah if the sauce isn't saucing, then I'm not saucing <laughs> with it, bro. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's funny because you knew exactly what I yeah. meant. But it's like, you know, it's got to be seasoned good. I don't want that overly tomatoey taste. I don't want that overly soft, thin taste. It's got to be a little bit of, you know, texture to it. That's my ideal pizza, like, um, with, a, with a lot of toppings. I normally like a lot of toppings mm-hmm. on my pizza. I don't like cheese pizza. I don't like deep dish too much. I don't like the little filling crust and like, you know, I like a, I like a nice solid pizza, mm-hmm. traditional crust with a lot of toppings. Yeah, I I do I, I agree with that. And you know what? Fuck it, guys. This is a, this is a food episode now cuz now I'm like But if you if you were listening closely, I was describing my music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, cuz I like want to like add to that and say like I like like um uh, Cause I'm like, yeah, I want to share my pizza opinions too. But um, no, like I think uh, like pizza, burgers, everything. I think the problem with like American cuisine is that like once you push it too far past what pizza actually is, like so you got like stuffed fucking crust. It's deep dish. You got like 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 you're you're just like throwing all types of shit on it. Where it's like, damn, like donuts on the pizza. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like yeah. it's like it's not even like right. Like it's not even pizza anymore. Or like. You know, you'll like go to a place like like fucking I don't know. If hopefully you're not. Well, you know what? I won't say that. But if if you're going to Applebee's or anywhere, Wait, what were you gonna, what were you huh? gonna say? No, you I was gonna say. I was gonna like shame some people, but I mean anyone can be an uh, sponsor. Do it. Do so it. no, I'm just kidding. I'm no, kidding. No, <laughs> but, but if you, you were are, gonna say Papa John's, oh yeah, like, yeah, just like I all hate all Papa the John's. corporate shit. I don't even want all their. The, I don't, yeah, all their shit like. Like, if you're going there and, like, like you'll get, like, a burger, but then, like, the burger, like, they're throwing, like, they're throwing, like, uh, shredded pork, mac mac and cheese, and, oh, like, God. shepherd's pie on the burger. It's like, bro, it's not even a fucking a burger, burger anymore. <laughs> I went to a burger spot yesterday that was really bad. We were playing basketball yesterday with Runday, and then afterwards, uh, me and the homies, we went to this burger spot. I just, I said, let me get the regular burger. Well done. Hold the cheese. Give me some ketchup. Yeah. I got ketchup, tomato, onion, lettuce, burger, bread, fries, salt and pepper on the fries. Just because sometimes you just want that traditional yeah. thing, you know yeah. what I mean. But sometimes I want I want to go get some Thai food, 
But when I go get mm. Thai food, I don't want my Thai food in the style of a burger. Right. I want my Thai food, just give me the rice yeah. with the t- vegetable and give me the whole, like, give me the soup. Like, I, I, that's what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it's good to mesh things. Like, you know, I could imagine an, a taco filled with soul food, like a fried chicken and macaroni and cheese and greens with a little bit of hot sauce in the taco. I could imagine it being good, but most times I want soul food, I just want the soul food. Yeah. This, I just want a plate this, of soul food. This is a part where like people are like pausing the podcast because now they're going to like Uber Eats or Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> but but to relate it to my music, it's like sometimes I just want a rap song. Yeah. This is why I made right. In the Wind. It's a song with a sample, a boom bap beat. Yeah. It hits heavy. There's lyrics. There's sonics. It's giving you colors. Yeah. I just want that. But sometimes I want a god mode with a 17-layer chorus filled with orchestral yeah. synths and strings. And it's like, and sometimes I just want a simple right. song, like a, just a, a voices, where it's like, it's just, I'm just singing over this beat. So I think, <clears throat> I think that for the most part, if you make what's solid, and then you add the ingredients yeah. to like inform the the distinction. Mm-hmm. That's where I think you win. Yeah. I think you win in food and in art by like doing your version of the thing, and then adding your own seasoning to it. And you know sometimes there needs to be a huge shift, but for the most part, you find that shift in studying what the tradition is yeah. and what the like solid foundation is yeah. once you study that and you master that you're like oh okay now i know how to do this other thing that i want to add yeah. on to so you know yeah. it's funny because this um this food analogy actually like works really well because in terms of on the topic of doing too much i think um two examples of combining two different things that are you know strong on their own musically is like uh, Run DMC and Aerosmith's uh, collaboration where, mm. like, they found a mutual sound yeah. uh, to both, like, still be themselves. And then, like, in the modern era, I would actually say um, Katy Perry and Snoop Dogg on California Girls is, like, an example of where two, like, different people in two different genres actually work quite well together. Right, but if you look, li- like, all the all the pop collabs pop rap collabs that like are very clearly forced by labels to do this like crossover fan thing are just so like dude if you go back to that era of like it's like between 2011 and 2015 of just forced hip-hop features where it's just like damn like no one really knows the identity of this song You, you know what you know one one feature like that that really i actually liked the song was Miley Cyrus and Snoop Dogg? Oh yeah, did a song together. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I actually, I was like, yo, this is this is dope. Yeah, like like it was, it was kind of like almost. I think it was when he was doing Snoop Lion. I think. Yeah, and it was almost reggae ish, but it had like this pop element to it, and it was. I, what, what was that? What was the name of that song? I had that yeah, back to the. No, I know what you're but but about. I actually really enjoyed that song. So like, yeah, sometimes you get those ones where it's like, um, you know, where it's a it's a it's a mesh. And and it works really really well. I think ashtrays and heartbreaks. That's oh, yeah. what it is. I'm adding that to yeah. my 2022 playlist. Um. Uh. Yeah, man. It 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 
it's interesting because like, you know, I feel like most, this is why I love hip hop. Because I think hip hop more than any genre, I don't know if we talked about this before, but hip hop more than any genre allows for other genres to be a part of it. Yeah. And I think that because you'll, you'll get classical sampled songs, you'll get jazz influenced stuff, you'll get pop stuff, you'll get, you know, random Indian flute playing yeah. and then they just loop it over a hip hop beat. And it's like, because you get so, you get yep. so much. That's why I think it's like, it's the rich. That's why I think it's the most popular, honestly. Yeah. And it's the richest genre right now because, and I say richness, I don't mean money. I mean like as far as like the ingredients, yeah. it's the richest genre because you, you can add elements of pretty much any and every genre into it. And it can work. Well, dude, what's your okay? So I had, I was reading recently on um, uh, it was uh, someone was uh, it was yeah Twitter and they they tweeted something that like I was like oh shit I have never actually realized that they were like animation is a medium not a uh, a, a genre and I was like damn I've I like I know that but I think I've always mm-hmm. thought of animation as a genre like just throw all animated films in the same thing mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, it's funny you say that because I was thinking it was like, all right, like Old Town Road, Old Town Road would not be possible with country instrumentation, but hip hop functions as a medium where you can use an 808 and kick and snare and all this stuff and use and like country instrumentation can then be voiced through that medium right. in a way where like, damn, like Hip hop, the elements of hip hop function really well as like a medium for other. Yeah, I mean, I think genre. I think genre is kind of dumb as a concept. Yeah. yeah, it's really medium because think about this. I could make so my album is considered a hip hop album, mm-hmm. right? Most of the songs are different. Yeah, completely different. Well, a lot of them are completely different, even in the things that they talk about, like, you know. How is God Mode a rap song, right? Mm. And also, you know, By the River is a rap song. They sound completely different. Why are they in the same genre? Yeah, They're about two different things. They're, they're completely different. They sound, And it's also within hip-hop, there's so many subgenres in hip-hop, it's almost too many to count. It's like, it's almost innumerable. It's mm. like, you know, <laughs> it's it's... So it almost does a disservice mm-hmm. for us to. That's why they're adding. They're constantly in these award shows, and so they're adding new categories like melodic rap and <laughs> you know best collaboration between. But it's like because we're realizing that like, oh, just because. <laughs> it's like when it's like when it's like when Tyler won the best rap album a couple years ago. What was it for? Um, Oh, what album was that where he wasn't rapping at all? Yeah, it was the actually. one that like pissed DJ Khaled off, right? Yeah, it it, it was he wasn't rap because but also Tyler too. Tyler was like, "Yeah, I didn't rap on this album, but okay, I'll take it." Like yeah. like it wasn't a rap album, but they gave him best rap album performance because a rap best rap album because he's black and make music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's a rapper mm-hmm. traditionally. He he was a rapper up until that point, you know. But have I ever thrown Weekend under rap? Weekend, I don't know, but he won a Grammy for a rap song that he just did right now. Right, right. He won. He won with with Kanye for Hurricane. Right. Yeah. No. I. I think. I. I feel like that would be the one artist for sure where it's just like, damn. Okay. If y'all are throwing Weekend under rap, people call Ty Dolla Sign a rapper, which is just absolutely that's crazy. Weird. Yeah. 
It's he's not a rapper. He yeah. doesn't rap. He sings and, and he I, sings I, quite I well. Like actually, tied out how at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude. I I've never thought of like. All, there's a, almost a resemblance. I, I'm probably forcing it just because of the hair. Oh, Ty. Almost oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shout, out, shout out to Ty. We have like we have a couple mutual friends, and it's like, bro, like we. I feel like we would make some dope music. I feel yeah. like he's good. I met him a couple times. He's really do. He's a really cool, dude. From 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 when I met him, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, resemblance. Like I, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Like I, I feel like. Genre just does a disservice, and I understand as humans we need to compartmentalize things. We need to identify things in order to discuss them and talk about them and engage with them. But I think most, I think more often than not, genre is like a holding back sort mm -hmm. of thing rather mm -hmm. than a pushing forward sort of thing. Yeah, it's more it's genres and like the hyper categorization of stuff in music is more so for like labels and like radio stations and music media to just be able to like very conveniently put things in folders it's just Thanks. you know I, I don't think artists like would box themselves in if they had the the uh the business power to just yeah. like you know throw themselves under a thing obviously if you go on spotify or apple music it's literally like literally genres exist for the sake of organization right that's and, it. that, and that's it's 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 like how borders what about, don't what exist. A, what about what about what about if we categorize stuff based on feeling? What about that emotion? What if you typed in? Actually, that's. Let me stop because that's a million dollar idea. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I'm sure they kind of do it with those with playlists. Mm -hmm. But. But like an app that exclusively does just based not mention genre titles and only emotions, that'd be really interesting, and it would be. Yeah. It would, I, the evolution of that app would be interesting because some people that would like, I, I feel like some people that would maybe they would consider one song happy might give others like anxiety or something. So then like the algorithm learns. Yeah, it would more. have to learn. It would have to. Yeah, yeah, it would have to. You, but there's there's technology for that by the way that's happening right now, which, you know, you know. Oh man, what a wonderful feature we have to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I, you know, and it's not that it's not already happening, but it's like it's just I feel like. I feel like a lot of times, and it just comes down to this, as humans, we do things a certain way, and because some random dude a long time ago said, this is how we should do it, yeah. and we just continue to build on that, rather than sometimes it might, it might be worth it to be like, maybe this isn't the most optimal way mm. to do this, yeah, or the best way, because optimal and best are two different things, but that's another conversation. But like, I feel like, yeah, there's, there, there may be a different, better way to do this. Like, yeah. what if we just did this differently? Like, what if the festival... The way we put on festivals, what if there's a better way to do it? Yeah. Rather than having people starving and dehydrating out and can't find the bathroom and can't find food. Yeah. Like, what if there's a better way? Yeah. Like, you know? Um, but people like, well, this is the way it does and it works because the people who are making the most money off of it get the most money and this is working. There's no point in changing it. Yeah. Until Napster comes along. And <laughs> now you have to completely change the way you've been doing yeah. everything. And we'll see the, we see that humans are adaptive creatures. We we adapt. You know what I mean? Mm. We adapted to the digital age and, and probably in a way that probably wasn't best, but <laughs> right, right. But we adapted. You know yeah. what I mean? And so yeah, let's try something new. Let's let's all and I think I think everything that can be done that is new in the world, I think it starts off with everyone listening to high water. I think that's <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the spark, and that <laughs> yo, potentially, dude. I think yo, you you're you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. Shameless plug. Like, it's definitely dude. that is I I can hundred percent co-sign that. That is not an album 
that like you will well no not not what it will not do what it will do is um uh you definitely i don't know the, the vibe from that album it i appreciated your album because it it um it it immediately like forces you to think about like man like what's beyond like my own two eyes and like what's out there and it, it gets you thinking which is like really um, I mean, I've got, I, I love party music as much as uh, the next guy, but at the same time, I think music that tries a little bit too hard to have like a deeper message is also a turnoff. Mm -hmm. But like when you, 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 you're very, very good at getting people to ask themselves those questions and not forcing it. Like, that's right. fucking hard. Yeah. You know? Facts. <laughs> it is you know, hard. I, like, don't wanna, I don't ever want to be categorized as someone who's, like, trying to do something. Mm -hmm. Whatever that may be. Yeah. If I make a party record, it's going to be a party record, and it's not going to sound like, oh, look at Justin Sky trying to make a party record. No, it's going to be a party record, and it's going to be dope. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If, if it's a thinking record, if it's an, if it's an introspective record, it's a... And I think I find, again... That when I do the things for me, that's when it comes off genuine, and that's when it comes off like real from a real mm -hmm. place. When you come off like trying to do something for others and trying to be a little bit too maybe preachy, mm -hmm. which is also interesting because what's wrong with being preachy? I think Tupac was very preachy, and he's gonna go. He's gonna go out, he's going down as one of the greatest rappers ever. Yeah. So um, I but I do think that there is a there's a way that he did it, and there's a way that you know that it can be done to where people feel it. I'm not sure that the miseducation of Lauren Hill would be considered what it was if it came out in 2022. Wow. Damn. People might literally be like, oh, she's trying too hard to be woke. Yeah. Like, she's trying too hard to tell us about what we need to do with our bodies and blah, 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 blah. And um, sorry if you sound like that. I'm making fun <laughs> of you. Um <laughs> but like but seriously though like I'm like there's a time and a place it's like you, when your time when it's your time it's your time mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and uh and uh I feel like if you if you're before your time it can kind of suck mm -hmm. if you're after your time it can kind of suck I feel yeah. like sometimes artists kind of weave in and out of those places you yeah. know what I mean but yeah I'm not I'm not sure even Tupac would but I'm not sure, but then that's like kind of a weird question because, or weird predicament because it's like, well, if the miseducation of Lauryn Hill came out in 2022 and not when it came out, then we wouldn't have had the evolution of, of hip hop the way yeah. it kind of happened now anyway. Yeah. So then it wouldn't, what would 2022 even look like without the miseducation? Because like, yeah. it kind of shifted a lot of things. So I don't know. But my point is, is that like sometimes... Your message is for what it's supposed to be, and sometimes it's not. But again, it goes back to the same thing I started. If you make stuff for yourself that you love, mm -hmm. you cannot go wrong because at the end of the day, it's it was what's in your heart, it's mm -hmm. what's in your soul, mm -hmm. you know. And so, no one like if no one else from this point forward heard high water, I would be like, oh, it sucks. But at the same time, it's still what it is. Yeah. Can't take away what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, I the the topic of like, you know, things coming from you and them, you know, being genuine, I think um uh Kendrick is a great example. Actually Kendrick and Drake for very different reasons, opposite reasons mm -hmm. of um 
them not succeeding when being encouraged to force their their weaknesses. So um, I'll start with Kendrick in that, um, I mean, I'll preface this with saying that like, I like, uh, uh, I'm a fan of Taylor Swift, fan of Kendrick, but the collaboration mm. between the two is atrocious. Yeah. And it's not because they're not individually, because they're bad yeah. musicians, but it's like, guys, like, what label executive held a fucking, like, grenade to Kendrick's balls? And I said, don't even know if it was a grenade. <laughs> I think it was a bag. I think it was a big, fat bag of money that they put on the table. And it's just yeah. like, okay, you're going to give me this to make a record with one of the most streamed artists of all time. Uh, who sold some of the most highest record sales of all time, and I have to throw in a 16-bar verse that yeah. I can write in 15 minutes. Yeah. Taylor, call me. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, like I like I I get it. I yeah. I totally get it. And but it's like whether it comes out great or not. And maybe you know what? Maybe they like the song. Maybe Kendrick loves the song. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like we're we're, we're talking as if like yeah. it's just like. But maybe, maybe they actually love this song. I've heard songs that were put out that people thought were amazing, and I'm just like, I don't understand it, yeah. but okay, that's you. But again, like it's it's just one of those things where it's like, okay. And maybe they don't, because you know what's funny is that a lot of artists that I've seen say that their song that's their biggest, they, they hate the most. Very uh-huh. rarely you'll see like the song, like their biggest song, be like, yeah, I love that song the most. Like, yeah. Um, you know, they'd be like, yeah, I really don't like that song. Yeah. I don't like it. And, um, but, and it's always interesting because it's like, wow, that's, that song puts, that song gives so many opportunities and so much money and yeah. blah, 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 and made your yeah. career, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, but I just don't like that song. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's a few songs that I, that, that stream really well for uh, mine that I don't like. You guys won't probably ever know what they are, <laughs> but I don't like the song. I just like, yeah. I grow, I grew out of it or I just don't like the sound of it or it just was never even what I wanted it to be. And so, yeah. but it, but people like it. So I'm not going to, yeah. who am I to, you know, I, I made it at the time and it was what it was. And, you know, yeah. hey, knock yourself out. Yeah, no, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's so important to know like what you're, what you're built for, what you're capable of. And, um, dude, I mean, on the, on the other, you know, uh, side of that though, I think the only thing worse than like a, a serious rapper hopping on a, a pop record you know, and it's sounding forced is a, um, is an artist that is not known for any form of activism or like really anything. Like they keep that shit separate from the music, but then like whether through, uh, you know, social media or whatever, or media that like criticize them for not, um, uh, talking about that stuff in their music, like you'll, you know, see them maybe address it, and it's like, damn, you can tell. Like, this is not this person's. Like, yeah, bag. it feels kind of forced. It's it's man, it's so tricky because. Oh, and so my la- my last uh, uh, thought on that is that I I actually. Damn, this is probably an unpopular opinion. I actually appreciate that Drake never took that bait. Be- it, it if if you're not if you're not built for it it's actually, it's going to go worse than like not doing it. Like, like doing it is going to, it's, it's just not, you know, what they can do and what, what they, what they can do with their platform, like being them is one thing, but like in the music, like making a statement in the music, like if you're not that type of artist, it's, it's just not going to go well. And see, there's the thing is like, is the difference between 
making a socially conscious record and making a political statement record, mm. right? Because I, I would venture to say that Jay Electronica makes a lot of socially social commentary, mm. but it's never it never feels forced. It never feels like he's addressing the moment. It never feels like, you know, it's just a popularized thing. But also, it doesn't. It, it's, I don't know. It's just like this interesting space, you know. I don't. I think that the people who know me, if I ever made like a political record or like a record like that, people would be like, huh? Mm. But fans or listeners might be like, oh yeah, well that makes sense because Justin cares about people and he, mm. you know, his music is about people and blah blah blah. But I don't, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I don't think that most political movements or organizations I rock with, I'm, I'm just gonna keep it a bean. Like yeah. it's just all. It's all a game to me, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. it's truly you know, people just literally playing with humans, um, and I. So it's like, but at the same time, it's like it's a tricky space because it's like if, if there's an artist that hasn't normally done that, and then they feel like political pressure or social pressure from fans or whatever, and they make it because there is room for growth, right? There's room for like somebody saying, you know what, man. I haven't really done anything in that. And I actually do care about this stuff, but I've just been scared to talk about it because I don't really know about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try I'm going to try to make this record about this thing because it's something I care about. And then it comes off bad and then people are like, "What? That doesn't mean anything." And it's like I that I can imagine that happening, but I can also imagine happening <laughs> someone being like, "Yo, there's a movement happening. We should hop on that yeah. and try to do that thing." Yeah. So it's just hard to determine and a lot of times we don't know these people. You know, and so it's just hard to like try to determine like the goal or like the you know intention, the artist intention. Mm-hmm. And we talk about this a lot in Sosa. Is like, what's most important? Is it the authorial intention, or is it the way it's received by people? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's an ongoing kind of debate. Yeah. E- even in the in the in the writer's world, um, yeah. do you make stuff for people because it's going to be consumed by people, or do you make stuff and then? It, if the people misinterpret, that's on them. It's yeah. it, it's it's constant. You know what I mean? Because I could see someone listening to some a, a record I made and be like, "Oh, he tried to make this record about like you know suicide, and it just didn't come off well." You know, yeah. it's like it, like what what does he know? Or like this seems really forced. It's yeah. like whatever, whatever. But you know, my suicide record isn't one eight hundred anything. It's just called Frobisher. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's no. I mean, you know, but for yeah. real, like no, but, I, but, I, I, I was that, only laughing. <laughs> Because you remind me, you remind, I, I think um, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the guy who made the song, yes, Logic, Logic, right, Logic, yeah. Um, the I think he walked out on a radio. It was like so, like it was just a radio interview, so you couldn't see anyone. But I think he like walked out on a radio. Why? Why? Why you walk out? Because right before they like introduced him, I think one of. The, <laughs> the radio guys was like, yeah, and, and like, like, kind of like under his breath, and like, like, kind of passing conversations with his co-host. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, and uh, and we've got uh, we've got the the suicide guy up next, right? And and, and I th- oh no, yeah, I would have walked out too. <laughs> Much respect to Logic. Yeah, and and I, I, always, I only say that because to add to your point, like yeah. the the the. I mean, and that's also one the of perception. the fears of an artist. It's yeah. like, man, like once you go that route, you might only be no, yeah. But it's like that's that's like, bro. You know, first of all, I'm not gonna do your radio interview. Yeah. And just disrespect me, yeah. low key. It's like a little slight, like a little quick. Nah, man. It's like I respect that. Hey, shout out to Logic. I I feel like I like 
I do records in my own way. Like if I'm gonna write a love record, it's gonna be from Justin's point of view. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I the story of Frobisher really connected with me mm -hmm. in Cloud Atlas, so I decided to write a song about it. It's, 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 it's as simple as that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to do anything. You know what I mean? I just did something that I felt in my heart. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that I can stand on, mm -hmm. and I'll always do that. Whether it's again like a party record or it's a you know, record for the shorties, or if it's a turn-up record, or if it's an introspective record, or an orchestra, whatever it is, I'm going to make it my way and do it because it's what I feel. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I can sleep at night, and I can look at myself in the mirror, and if people criticize, which they're going to do, I'm just going to be like, hey, that's cool. I made it. It's it's my record. I made it mm -hmm. because I felt something. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, but, you know... Sometimes I, w I wonder what that's gonna what record that's gonna be for me where people are like oh that's the that's the Justin Sky thing I could then, I could see you making like a the closest thing I could see like a, a, like a political statement I feel like you would comment on like all of this like I can see you going like the macro the, yeah like the existence route or like the save the planet route but not necessarily like environmentalism like more yeah. so just like hey just like stop like being a fuck, you know, like, 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 do we like really need to do all this oh, that like, like, man. but like not necessarily like, you're not like out here, like rhyming, like ozone layer with something. In the right. Song, right. You know? Yeah. O ozone layer with, uh, I, could, I you know, it's funny cause uh, ozone layer with, uh, I really want to rhyme ozone with frozen, was, which is hilarious, <laughs> like which is so like good. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, the ozone layer. I don't know what these holes on player. I'm, I'm focused on the ozone layer. That yeah. might actually be, that might be fire. Like, <laughs> dude, that works. Can, can you, can you rhyme snow cone? Can you like get away with that snow cone and ozone? snow cone? Yeah, snow cone, ozone, frozen, ozone. Time goes on. You, yeah. you could do, you can, um, uh, you can even do so alone, which is not like a, a, a specific rhyme. Yeah. But it but it works in the because in songs you really don't have to rhyme. Yeah, you can oh. just do things that sound similar and yeah. it works. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I can I can rhyme so gone with hold on, but then mm. by the end of the rhyme it it's rhyming so gone with frozone yeah. and ozone. Like it's it depends on how you say things yeah. and how you you know. But that being said, I I don't know if I would I don't know I could see myself. But I, but some of my songs are commentary on the human existence, yeah. like you know what I mean, and how we interact with each other. Like you know, um, I have a song Yuna, I have a song Four Five One. Uh, there's a song um, on High Water. Let's see, let's open up this track list. There's a song on High Water called um, Oh, it's By the River. At the end of By the River, I talk about. I say the line is um, often. We get lost in what we're making or what we're offering, but just to exist in itself is a gift. Mm -hmm. um, wow, that sounds really poetic. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it in a rap, and I was like, "Wow!" When I say it, just of in and of itself, it sounds like a literal like somebody has that up framed on their like. Yeah. Oh. But seriously, like so, the, and that's like commentary on the human existence and then, like capitalism, low key, yeah. on how we're like our value is what we can out, what our output is. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's like. What I make and what I offer the world doesn't determine who I am. Mm. I am that outside of that. Does it inform how people see me? Yeah. Is how people see me determine who I am? And that is a philosophical mm. question for the ages. People mm. debate that back and forth. I feel like I exist and I exist. And that is me. Yeah. I think I don't think existence is related to production. Yeah. Um, 
but you know it, yeah. it, 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 the utility of your existence I think because in Sosa we talk about three main parts firmitas utilitas and venustas which is solid useful and beautiful your solidity your usefulness and your beauty are two different or three different um categories of existence mm-hmm. you know what I mean and does the beauty of my existence inform my existence? Yes. Does the utility of my existence inform my existence? Yes. You know, does 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 the foundation of my existence inform mm-hmm. my existence? Yes. But if one of those three is missing, do I still exist? Yes. Mm-hmm. I would still exist even if I was, you know, if I couldn't move any of my body and I couldn't say anything to anyone. I was just like eyes, like looking around and, and, and observing the world. Yeah, I would yeah. still exist. Yeah. Even if I didn't do anything for anyone. So, yeah, yeah man, I, I just feel like there are spots where I choose to like have a little commentary. <clears throat> but this, again, it's not forced because this is literally what goes on in my head. This mm-hmm. is the way I see the world and the things that I think, you know. Um, uh, so, you know, if I, if I did, if I did do a song, um, it might be called What These Hoes On. Yeah. <laughs> What these hoes on? And is and I'm like, yeah, um, I don't care what these hoes on. I'm just worried about the ozone. That that yo that that's a bar. That's actually, dude. That's fucking good. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Oh man, that would be great, dude. You know, I I you know kind of related to what you're saying. I will say, you know, of all the with all the the shenanigans that have surrounded Kanye, yeah, and his career. Um, something I've always appreciated with him is, um, how he, uh, kind of like, I won't say he's the first, I guess he's the first I recognize this or maybe made it the most like loud, but he always like refused to be seen only as like a black man in America. And that like, it just kind of really bothered people that Kanye thought of himself like, like, first of all, like how can any like person think of themselves as a god let alone a black man mm. in america like refer mm-hmm. to themselves as a god one of my and, favorite quotes yeah you know and and um uh man you know it's it's uh uh and th- that's actually been a quite a top you know what totally unrelated but congrats to us for being um the only pair of people on planet earth that have talked for longer than 20 minutes and did not mention will smith at the oscars oh why did you have to do it why'd you do it because we've already broken the record by so much all right that's funny that's hilarious dude but no i feel i feel that sentiment bro it's it's a weird thing because when you when you watch commentary and you read commentary on social media you would think that gray areas don't exist mm. and that there isn't like um, context or like everything's black and white. Mm. You know, everything is this or that. It's like when, what was her name? She's an actress, Kravitz, Zoe. Yeah. When she said, I'm not a black artist, I'm an artist. Mm. And people were like, oh my God, like, you are black. You're like, you don't want to be black, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. I understand that concept. Does it mean that I don't want to be black? No, I, I am black. I love being black. Everything mm-hmm. that I make is technically black art because it's coming from a black person. Mm-hmm. But I think when, you, when it comes to categorizing art, it's like I don't make black art 
for the sake of trying to make black art. Mm. I make black art because I'm a black person making art. Mm -hmm. Am I a person? Yes. Was I black before I was anything else? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I'm a soul. Yeah. Do, am I glad that I'm black? God, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thankful. Every day I wake yeah. up, I'm like thankful that I'm black. Um, There's also something to appreciate about that because I think the honesty there is like also like don't like rely on me don't rely on me as like a sort like the connotation surrounding that like oh not all it's like the worst yeah it's yeah. the worst bro i'm just gonna be real like i don't and connotation is more important than definition mm -hmm. in the culture it's mm -hmm. like what something alludes to is a lot of times more than what it means mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like if i say that's fire it doesn't mean it's literally on fire it means mm -hmm. it's dope because it's the connotation of mm -hmm. the word or what it what it means but it's like don't come to me for your trauma art, your black trauma art that mm -hmm. you can spin off of and make. Hey, we want you to we want you to come and do something because you guys don't care about this thing. You guys don't care about black people. Yeah. You care about the movement in the moment, and you're trying to make a dollar, and you're coming to me trying to use my black trauma to make money, and I'm cool off that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's like, who am I first? Yeah. And so, and for some people, they're black before anything else because that's their experience. But I th I find it a lot of times that people's blackness is centered around trauma. Yeah. And it's centered around being perceived as less than. And so they develop their identity based on trying to overcome something. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's a very... For, I'll just say for me, mm -hmm. that doesn't fly with me. Yeah. I'm not going to center my blackness around trauma and trying to overcome something even blackness is weird because i'm not so sure we called ourselves black when we were back in africa chilling no probably not that's something that white people came up with to call us that yeah. so even that is this weird to me yeah to be i'm proud to be black it's like yes i am for the concept of being black yeah. and how we've taken the kind of definition and made it our own yeah but to their definition of what blackness is and whatever that is i didn't call myself that we yeah. didn't i, I didn't you know, and also it's like, yes, I love being black. Yes, I'm proud to be black. Yes, I love. I mean, a lot of the things that we as black people have contributed to the to the world culture is insane. It's like yeah. it's un. You can't compare it. It's incomparable. And even myself contributing to culture, I contribute to culture. I make art. I make music. You know, mm. and um, me contributing that is like, do I? feel like that's all of me mm. i don't i'm not so sure bro was i was i a soul before i existed on mm. planet earth am i like do do my predispositions of things that like are nature and not nurture do those come from being black like mm. i know traumas passed in the dna i know there's such thing as genetic memory i know that you know when your mom and dad get together, you that makes your physical body before anything, right. and including your mind, because your mind is part of your physical body. But is there something else that's not a part of your physical body that's in your mind, such as your soul, your spirit? Who knows? Yeah. And where does that thing come from? And how much does that play into your experience in the world? It's like, man, a lot of times people try to reduce themselves to their perceived identity, and yeah. I don't like to identify myself based on the fact that, like, I don't make man art. Can you imagine me being like, yeah, I'm a man artist? <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. I'm a skinny person artist. Yeah. Yep. I make art for skinny people. Yeah. No, that's crazy. That's in that sounds sick. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like so we do that with with color and race and and nationality and 
he's an American artist that it's like, am I an American artist? Yeah. Or I just happen to be a citizen of the United States that makes art. Like, yeah. you know, I, I just, I don't, again, this is, this would be my commentary song. Yeah. This would be like my thing. It's like, bro, stop trying to box me in. Yeah. I understand you're trying to perceive me and that's okay. Yeah. And I think I did another interview where I said like, I, I, I would, I love to be perceived. I love attention. I just don't want to be I, like boxed in and try to identify. Mm-hmm. You can perceive me without trying to identify me. Yeah. You can look at it and say, that's dope. That's yeah. good. That makes me feel this. That makes me feel that. Well, my, my biggest issue with that is that once you're identified as that thing, you are then relied on to like deliver things that empower other people. This is why I feel like I love Kanye. The song should have won a Grammy. <laughs> or or a Nobel Peace Prize yeah. or something. Bro. Yeah. Give him the Purple Heart because it was so genius. It was yeah. so perfect. I miss the old Kanye straight from the go. It's yeah. like who who told who who was the person that was like this is Kanye. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is this is how this is what we want from you because this is what you made that one time or those three times or those hundred times that we should still expect and get this from you. This is why I love Snoop. Cause Snoop reinvents himself all the time, and mm-hmm. I always dip back. He can always dip back into '93 Snoop, yeah. my bad. Yeah. But he, but he's he's all constantly reinventing himself mm-hmm. because he's a human freaking being yeah. who's was, allowed I, to grow and change. I don't think uh, black artists, even by like other black people, are um, embraced when they try to have like an avant-garde phase. Um, mm. We're not, yeah, we're not. People are. I mean, like when bands do it, and, or like. You know, other like, you know, like Michael Jackson kind of got away with it, you know, but um, like in the heal the world kind of era. But uh, no, nah, man, you know, it's it, especially on the, the stuff like this um, these days. I think like anything like white people say about shit like this doesn't bother me at all because it's like, well, I don't really expect much or expect <laughs> anyone to under, you know, understand, Facts. you know, but like something uh, you know, and, and I'll keep this brief because this is not what this is about. But like, uh, on that topic, especially with what's been going on this week, I think the, Oh, I'm, I'm rarely bothered by anything, literally anything, let alone like political shit. But I like, I think like the worst thing I've read in years is like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar saying that Will Smith made all black people look bad. I don't know Will Smith. And when Will Smith succeed, like has won awards and he has half a billion dollar net worth, I don't get any of that good stuff. Like, 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 like the, like, people and then see, people see on the street, like, Oh, he's black. Will Smith. Let's give him no, no. Bro, imagine me going up to like all white mothers when Casey Anthony was on trial for killing her two year old daughter, and just being like, "Damn, like, what are you, the next Casey Anthony?" Bro, look, I'm gonna keep this very concise and very straight to the point. That's such an old slave mentality. I'm sorry. Shout out to shout out to Kareem Abdul Jabbar because it's coming from a good place. I think is it or just coming from misinformed? I don't think good and bad is necessarily mm. included in this conversation. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because good and bad yeah. is such a, it's such a, made up thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's good to you? What's good to one person is bad to another. You talk to you know, you talk to you. You just travel. Yeah. And talk to people. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is good. What really? Y'all think that's good? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
this is why I like, you know, follow different people on social media who believe different things because, I mean, I'm telling you, man, th- th- this is why there's such a divide mm-hmm. because good and bad is just so relative. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't think any of this is good. Yeah. I don't think what's going on on planet Earth right now is, quote, good. Yeah. But, like, can you find some good somewhere? In my opinion, yeah, but that's my opinion of what good is. Yeah. There are no rules, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I just feel like that's such an old mentality. It's such a, I, I, who cares? Okay, we look bad. So what? Okay, now what? Let's 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 say he let's say he made all black people look bad. Let's just say for the sake of argument. Okay, now what? They're gonna do what? That what that they haven't done to us already? Yeah. Like, did we look good before that? Oh, we oh so so we were in a good position before that. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I must have missed that uh. part. Or like, what are they gonna do? What are yeah. they gonna do? They're gonna put us back into slavery. Like, what are right. they? What is? What could? What can they yeah. do that they haven't done yeah. already? Literally, the most atrocities yeah. com- committed on the face of the planet yeah. were done during the transatlantic slave yeah. trade, right? Okay, so what's what? What else? Could, and up and leading up until twenty twenty two, we still fighting the same yep. fights. I'm I'm over yeah. it. I'm not even. I don't even want to talk about it <laughs> because it's so ridiculous. Like yeah. I don't. Let alone what white people think. I don't care what anybody thinks. <laughs> like, like I don't. I'm not here to please. Yeah. What like people? If if black people, God forbid, were like, oh, Justin Sky did something yeah. bad that made us look bad. I'm like, okay, and yeah, make, yeah. Make sure. <laughs> it's about to get canceled. I'm about to get canceled. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but seriously, bro, because you got me. See, this is this is another thing. This is why I don't talk about this stuff like this because I'm so far like beyond. Like, I am so far left. When the people say left wing, mm-hmm. bro, you would have to go. I'm almost like directional relations to my political views yeah. are don't even do it any justice. Yeah, you would have to figure out what like light years and like nebulons and like stuff. Yeah. you would have to use that that language to <laughs> to determine where I'm at. And I yeah. think you can see it in my art. Like I'm just like I'm not. I don't. It's 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 pointless to the point where I literally do not care. Yeah, I do not care. Someone asked me about that incident the other day, and I was like, honestly, I do not care. Yeah. I couldn't care less there's yeah. no way i could care any less than what i care about right now my only question is did you listen to high water <laughs> are you going to give me lots of money yeah or are you going to be a great friend to me or yeah. whatever like you know i just like I, like because bro life is too short to worry about what white people think about you yeah. let alone what people think about you in general yep. because people historically are not good judges of anything yeah not even of their of themselves. Of themselves, yeah. that's probably the worst that we're judging by. Yeah. <laughs> this is why. This is why, bro. This is why I'm so happy at the place where I'm at right now, where I can like try to objectively judge my music and my art and myself and how I look at myself and how I move in the world, because I've realized that dang, we're not really that good judges of ourselves. So let me just let me let me try to look at myself and see. You know, I found that it's better to lean into your strengths than to focus on trying to improve your weaknesses. Mm. That's what I because when you do that, you your weaknesses get pulled up automatically. Yeah. So what am I good at? A lot. So I was like, okay, what am I gonna lean into? Okay, I'm gonna lean into doing this thing or that thing. And it's like, okay, when I lean into that and work more on that, then it 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 tends to bring the rest of me up. Mm-hmm. And it's like then I can look at myself from a from a viewpoint of not am I good or bad, but am I doing 
what I want to be doing? Mm -hmm. Am I doing what I'm passionate about? Mm -hmm. And that's where it comes from. So all this other stuff, man, they could miss me, bro. I don't really (laughs) care about, you know... Yeah. Honestly, I don't care about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, I, I don't like. I, yeah. I know he's done a lot of stuff and he's done a lot of work, but at the same time, a lot of people have done a lot of work. But there's always going to be something you can find about someone to to say, be like, oh, well, this person did this and they mm-hmm. said this, even though they're like people try to Martin Luther King or yeah. Malcolm X or freaking Jesus or like I don't know, yeah. like whoever the hell ever, like you know. But it's just like. You know, who cares, bro? I'm sure there are people out there. I know there are people out there who like Justin Sky. Ugh, like I know I don't like him. Mm. You know, for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, maybe I did something that warranted that, and maybe I didn't. Who cares, yeah. bro? It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Because what? Because what are you? Who, are you God? No, I am. So yeah. like. <laughs> Let me be clear. I don't think I'm. The, I don't think I'm the guy. Like I, mean, I did make a song called God Mode, and you listen to the lyrics, you're like, "Dang, doesn't does he really think he's God?" Like, no, I don't. But I do think that I'm powerful, and yeah. I do think that people's opinion of me doesn't matter. Like, it yeah. just doesn't. So, hey, I'm dope regardless. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, it's um, um, dude. I I agree with everything you've said, and and um, I think to uh, oof, you're the first person I'm saying any of this like really out loud to. So I to but to. We're get past this, but um, I tuned out the second the second I, I I read I was like I I tuned out I just like I was like man like I'm just closing this app the um uh Oscars produced by black men for the first time and the way that we behaved they will not have us back behaved like we're children that dude like like, like i'm some kind of insane, bro like come on bro insane Enough. three of the well like take blackout three of the wealthiest people ever in human history will smith chris rock and the dude who produced the fucking thing had like a spat and like now all these like like black people in chicago and detroit and st louis and Baltimore and LA have like some, like it's just bro oh. here's the thing bro here's the thing and I'm not going to use the language that I would like to use a huge middle finger to the idea of even wanting to be a part of any type of white establishment anything bro who cares they didn't invite us to the Oscars who cares we should have our own things we should invent and create and produce Mm. our own things who Mm. cares and i understand that it's it helps your career and i understand that it's already here and i understand that like it gives you opportunities and blah 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 there's beautiful things that come out of it but at the same time it's not ours bro yeah it's not ours we talk about black and white we don't own that yeah why not who cares yeah it's Who a double edged sword. They didn't invite me to the dinner. Okay, are they old and racist? Yes. So why do you want to be, bro? It's giving Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Black people in America, it's giving yeah. Stockholm syndrome to the highest order. Yeah. It's textbook. Yeah. Weird desire. Why do we care? Yeah. And I know why we care because it's been ingrained in our mind that we should care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And honestly, I'm. I'm <laughs> what do you talk about art? Because it's like it's because it's it's. No, just, but this is this is real, as a as a black is, artist, like like yeah, it might sound like it's all political and shit, but like this is related, this is related to what to you like, do. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. You're you're right, bro. I, I don't care. 
Do I want a Grammy? Bro, 100%. Give it to me. Do I care? No. And I know that's kind of weird, but there's a such thing as nuance. There's a such thing as nuance. It's like, do I want white people's approval? Not really. I mean, it'd be nice. Cool. Yeah, sure. You like me? Great. I don't care. But you being white doesn't up your approval waiting for me. Like, I don't care whether you approve of me or not. Like, I have... (laughs) I have people that I converse with who are white and who are this and who are that. It's like, okay, great. But like, am I breaking my neck because a white person said that, oh, you didn't act right? Bro, no. Especially given the history of people, my people in this country. It's like, come on, dog. Like, who cares, bro? I don't care. You know, I I don't care. If they care, that's fine. Do you. Because guess what? There are no rules and we get to figure out how we exist on this crazy planet in this crazy universe fine do you for me for justin sky i do not care am i confused as to why you care kind of yes especially given all the information that we have today and we know how these institutions were built and what they were built on Mm -hmm. and we still yet and still bro we get we are like and i've watched footage of people being in tears because black people were accepted into a white power structure it blows my mind yeah. barack obama was the pre- barack obama became president so what <laughs> of what became yeah. president of what imagine if i was like yo y'all i just became the grand dragon of the kkk do you think people are gonna like be like oh yeah congratulations <laughs> yeah. justin that's what it's like to me yeah that's what it's like to me because yeah. america to me has done <laughs> yeah it's like the bigger version of the cake which it yeah. probably is yeah. but it's like imagine it imagine me being like yeah i want to be into that i want to rise into the ranks of the kkk because yeah. i want a seat at the table yeah a celebration of being allowed to do something or a celebration of being given equality i'm the first black what yeah it's weird it's giving bro it's giving stock it's weird Central. i'm not with it bro I'm not with it, and you know, certain people may hear this and be like, "Dang, bro, for real." And yeah, for real. I just I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not. I don't exist for that. Yeah, and dude, you know what? The the last comment I'll make on it is actually is more so a question that I'll pose, and then we'll move right on. But um, uh, in 2022, imagine pulling aside a fellow black person to chastise them for how they acted in front of white people like imagine sick imagine i pull me and justin go out and i'm like justin man like you were quite loud at that uh fine restaurant we were at like like do you see all those white people like or i've got three words for you and they can't be said on the air i I don't like I, I and, th- and this, I don't care. I'm just yeah. kidding. That's yeah. not the words, yeah. but like, yeah. but like, like literally, that sounds crazy to me. That yeah. sounds insane. And it's like I know that there are certain places where, and I'm just, I don't just go everywhere acting a fool and be like, I can do whatever I want because I'm black. It's like no, but it's just also like, but also I don't care. It's mm-hmm. like I, you know, I went to the I went to the Walt Disney Concert Hall and listened to some amazing music um, for my birthday, and. Um, and I dressed, you know, I dressed up or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, but another time I went, I wore a hoodie, some mm. shorts, because who cares? Some places they have like a dress code, like mm-hmm. where you have to like, okay, tie, black tie, fair, whatever. And if you choose to go into that space, then you're choosing to abide by the rules of whatever that space has. Mm-hmm. Fine. Um, but some spaces I choose not to be in because of how they choose to operate. Mm. 
you know? Mm. One of those spaces is, you know, spaces where my where I don't feel appreciated. Mm. I might not go there. Or I might just go there to just kind of disrupt if I feel like it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And if and if one of those places where dudes chose to disrupt was the Oscars, fine. Who cares? We've seen worse on camera. Yeah. Absolutely. We've seen worse on camera. I'll just leave it at that. That's the end of the conversation. I don't even have to bring up any names or incidences or police, whatever. We've seen worse <laughs> yeah. on camera and and certain people didn't speak out and say anything and now they're speaking out and saying anything now. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know, niggas get slapped every day. Yep. That's just how I feel. Yep. <laughs> I, and also it was fake. But that's all. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's just like, I don't see this is what I want to like. Cause yeah. It's just like, who cares, bro? Yeah. It's like, who freaking cares? Yeah. Who cares? Anyway. Nah, man. I mean, you know, it's, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, moving on from that, though, I, 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 I think it's, it's, uh, I'm, music I'm, that slaps. Let's yeah. talk about it. <laughs> no, for real. For real. And, and, and like the last thing I'll say, even remotely related to that, is how that relates to all this. Because I think me as a, um, well, it's funny because, uh, podcasting has not been alive enough for there to be a, um, an established like uh, lifestyle or thing that a black podcaster goes through that like other podcasters don't. But for art artists, obviously with music, I think it all just relates in terms of just like what um, as you grow and everything, like how you will be expected to represent shit that like like Justin Sky deserves to be able to have a day where he is proud of himself or is disappointed in himself and that's the only thing that justin like worries about but as an artist especially as a black artist you will always be asked of like well are you aware of like what you represent and who's counting on you and let me, blah, let, me, blah, blah. Let, me, let me let me just make something very clear just in case this i don't know who <laughs> i represent me <laughs> and i represent me I don't represent anybody yeah. that I'm associated to. I don't represent my best friends. Yeah. I don't represent my manager. I don't represent black people. I don't represent people. I don't represent men. I don't represent uh, black men. I represent me. Mm. And that's it. Yeah. Because that's all I have control over. I can't control how anybody does anything else. I can only control, and barely that, what I can do. Because if I can control everything I could do, I would literally fly. Yeah. So I can't do <laughs> yeah. that. So all I have control over, the things that I have control over, I'm going to control those, and that's what I'm going to be in control of, and that's what I'm going to be responsible for, period. Yeah. I don't, I am not, <laughs> bro, I was, I remember a couple of years ago, like, you know, dating this girl, dating this woman, this young lady, and feeling like I had to somehow rescue her perception of men in her mm. head, right? I've got to be the good guy. Yeah. I've got Because men have treated her so wrong, and men are so blah, 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 blah. And then when I realized what I was doing, mm. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. This is actually insane. Yeah. I am... I am not doing this anymore. I, I kind, I re, I'm, my resignation effective immediately. <laughs> I am not. I do not represent black people, bro. This is impossible. Imagine it. Yeah. Try it. No, it doesn't work. It this is impossible. We've seen it time and time again. It's like there is no representative of anything. You only represent yourself, man. And you only put out. And I'm only gonna put out things in the world that I think are 
of value to the world. Mm-hmm. And if they and if other people see them as that great, if they don't, then oh well. But to be honest, when the when the pandemic happened and it looked like the world might end those first few weeks, and it was like, oh my god, like what's happening? Like is this <laughs> like I don't know. But it kind of made you think, like, okay, well, if the world did end today, how would I feel? Man, I felt great. <laughs> I felt great. Like based yeah. on just based on what I've put out into the world yeah. and the lives that I've changed yeah. and how I affect people around me personally and in art, bro, I'm good. Yeah. I can bounce today, yeah. right now. It's fine. Yeah. Not really worried about it. And that's how I choose to live my life. Yeah. That's what the Lazarus future is about. That's what high water is about. That's what like when I talk about life and death, I talk about it through the lens of like the key is not to live forever. The key is just to live well. Yeah. You're going to go you're gonna move everything ends. Every relationship Every job, every usefulness of yourself is going to end mm. at some point. It's like, did you do well? Did you experience it well in the time that you had with mm-hmm. it? And that's just it, bro. I'm not. I don't get. I'm not. I don't get to choose to represent anybody but myself, man. And I'm gonna. Am I gonna do that to the best of my ability? Yeah. Am I gonna care what other people think? No. Am I gonna consider what other people think? Yeah, because I want to. I want to make their experience on earth better. So, mm-hmm. if, so if everyone's saying, yo, Justin, you're an a-hole. Like, and if everyone's saying that, I'm not going to be like, I don't care because I just represent me. But yeah. No, it's like, okay, I'm going to consider like, okay, well, mm-hmm. do I want to be known as that? Is like, is, is that, but at the same time, if I'm doing everything in my power to be kind to everyone and be generous and be helpful and blah, mm. blah, blah, and people are still saying that, it's like, okay, well, yeah, I, I can't help you then because yeah. I'm, I'm doing everything within my power. So... That's just how I see it, man, and and that's just what I represent. I represent me. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and I don't think, and I, there, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And as long as there's so many people out here, like intentionally putting out like bad energy and like intentionally doing like destructive things, that I think the I think it's fair to simply just be like, man, you know what? Like, I'm not. I don't want to be relied on for um being a saint or for being a fucking devil i just all i know is like i know how to be me and that's fucking and that's it bro because i mean think but imagine this bro imagine all like the people like you said there are people out here whose intention is bad and harmful right and here we are as a popular culture focused on something that does not matter what about the people who are literally is their intention is to do harmful things and we're not even paying we don't even as a public discourse there's no public discourse on why we like yeah i'm not, I'm not even going to go i'm not going to go into it yeah but it's like bro why is why is the fed still a thing why is it still, why does it still exist yeah why yeah someone please explain to me why yeah there is no good reason but we don't care because it's almost too adominable. It's almost too much of a task to look at what really matters. Mm. So we focus on things that really don't matter because then we feel like we can have a voice in that thing. We feel yeah. like we have some type of power yeah. in the conversation. Because when we start talking about Bilderberg and families, different families and, and, and you know the, the Federal Reserve yeah. and the banking system and blah, blah, blah. Or like campaign financing reform, yeah, things that actually matter. Yeah, it's like that's too much of a task to discuss on the public discourse. Yeah, or it's just uh, it's the the oh that's someone else's job attitude. Yeah, yeah. 
But it's our job to talk about everything else that, that freaking Kim Kardashian does. Yeah. Like, who cares? You don't know that woman. You don't know Will Smith. You don't know Chris Rock. It's fine. Go home and go to sleep. It, yeah. You'll be fine. I promise the world will be okay without your opinion. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. That's another thing. I don't, if you notice on my social media, I don't really put, I don't really talk about anything other than my art for mm-hmm. the most part on my social media because I'm like, am I, is my voice powerful? Yeah, probably. I think people, I think I have a, I think I have an interesting points of view on certain things, mm-hmm. but is it necessary? Mm-hmm. Is it, is this, is this thing necessary to be said? And I also, I also don't, I also don't think there's enough respect for, um, people in, marginalized communities that are very intentional with this work like not every black person is gonna be a fucking mlk or uh or a malcolm x like that that's what makes them so incredible for what they did is the degree of intentionality they didn't just they weren't just a black guy that like woke up and was like i care about this stuff let's do something like take away black they're they're some of the most charismatic people to ever live they're some of the most mm. dedicated hard-working people to ever live not just black people and they had an intentional mission yeah, like like imagine like imagine bro bobby seal and huey p newton imagine it first of all how young they were that's insane but imagine being like waking up and being like i'm ready to give my life for this thing yeah yeah. I'm ready to put my literal physical life at risk for this thing that I believe in. Yeah. Most people, including me. No. Yeah. No. They did that. And so it's like, so we expect everybody to be this, I don't know. I feel like everybody's voice is not necessary in the public discourse. Yeah. I feel like it's not. I, f- I feel like I found my my outlet, my human role or outlet which is art and mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. and so that's what i'm giving to the world mm-hmm. everybody doesn't have to be everything yeah you know what i mean and it's and but as black people we're expected to be so much yeah it's just like and it's all through this white supremacy lens and it's weird bro and i'm yeah. cool off it I'm yeah cool dude. Off it. i just i'll make i catch me hey listen man justinscott.com catch me making dope art and treating people very well yeah Facts. And dude, I mean, again, like, um, I, but I, I really like this, this portion of the, the conversation in that I think, I think, um, you know, to, I guess, wrap this whole thing up, like it's, um, as time goes on, I think that our generation, um, of, of black artists, um, are going to have very new opinions, uh, very different opinions than, you know, I, like part of, part of what the, the core of this discussion is how we see different, see things differently from someone who was like around for the civil rights era. Mm-hmm. And, um, in a way you almost cannot blame a person for their understanding of the world, um, at that time. But like, yeah, man, as we evolve, especially the conversation of, uh, um, you know, uh, it's funny because this is almost, this conversation is almost a exact, um, no, it is an exact 
like real time insight on what it is to we started off talking about just what like you as an artist in general and then the whole like the 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 conversation of a black artist and the choice of how much of that are you putting on you like when thinking of yourself like you justin sky the artist justin sky the black artist and i think this conversation is actually like pretty symbolic of what every black person who makes art like you know we're, we're having those two conversations yes yeah. it's and like that's, this, that's this, this is this is what artists have to consider this yeah is what we have to think about and this is what we have to you know go back and forth in our mind about with what we're putting into the world you know and it's just like what do i want my legacy to be mm. i want my legacy to be made amazing things and treated people very, very well. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, when I start, you know, designing rivers, literally, and when I start, like, you know, making, you know, women's high fashion and couches and stuff, you know, people are going to be like, oh, Justin, there goes Justin Sky making quality things again and treating people right on the way there. Mm. And that's just it. Anything else other than that can't control. Yeah. So it is what it is. And uh, but yeah, man, it's the things that we that we, that we constantly got to think about it. Which is you know, props to all artists out there. Props to anybody who's making anything, or props to anybody who is cognizant of what they're putting into the world. Because what you put into the world, you can't take back. And you know, as far as I know, you only have one physical life here. So, hey, man, you know, use it well. Yeah. Dude, man, I actually this is uh this has been one of my my favorite uh, conversations with uh, artists I've had in a in a little while, man. I think it's um I think it's important to really di- I you know not only discuss the music itself, but um you know I don't I think what we're doing here is like we're we're not like pretending as if like all this other shit surrounding the it doesn't like impact how we're received, right? Um and you know um our intentions to be this thing, but then having a struggle with like what this person may might see or this or that. Facts. So yeah, no dude, I, I love this. And um, man, yeah, for people listening, I, you know, I've had Justin on before. We'll have him on again. Um, but yeah, dude, I love this conversation. Um, so yeah, thank you for anyone who made it all the way to the end. Like always, I appreciate you. Um, this is a song called life. And,